Blog Talk Radio. Glamour Fearless. It's Diva Talk Radio. Hello, Divas. Welcome to Diva Talk Radio Spotlight, a special edition show tonight dedicated to women living with, at risk, and affected by diabetes. I'm your host, Mr. Divabetic, and I'm on a quest to glamorize good health. So sit back, relax, and get inspired as we shine this spotlight tonight on Manny Hernandez, the founder of Two Diabetes, on this very special edition of Diva Talk Radio in celebration of National Diabetes Awareness Month. If you have any questions for Manny or for me, Mr. Divabetic, or would you like to make a comment, please call in on our Diva Digits at 347-215-8551. And feel free to visit our website, divabetic.org, where you can download a free copy of our original diabetes game, Diabetes Numerology, today. Now, let's give a big Diva welcome to Manny Hernandez. Hello, Manny. Hi, how are you, Max? Thanks for having me. Oh, we're excited to have you. You know, it's November, National Diabetes Awareness Month, and I wanted one of the biggest shining stars in the community to come out and speak with us, so thank you for joining us on the radio show tonight. Thank you so much. I'm I'm honored. Now, I had the pleasure of meeting you about a year and a half ago in New Orleans during the ADA National Conference, and at that time, I know your site was celebrating a milestone of over 10,000 members. How many members do you have on two diabetes today? We have nearly seventeen thousand and uh our sister community in Spanish, Estudiabetes dot org has uh, a little uh we're getting close to eleven thousand so the the two diabetes as two diabetes families are, are growing. And when did you start them? Back in two thousand seven. Two diabetes uh, was started in March two thousand seven. And Estudiabetes followed suit uh, shortly thereafter on uh, August 2007. And, and just tell us, Manny, what inspired you to want to even create um, a website and to get involved in diabetes advocacy? Well, uh, part of it was the fact that I was diagnosed with diabetes in uh, late 2002. I was first uh, diagnosed with uh, type 2. I was uh, 30 at the time. And... Uh, I was overweight, so the doctor thought I had uh, type 2 diabetes. Uh, it turned out that I actually had a form of type 1 diabetes mm-hmm. uh, or autoimmune diabetes, uh, sometimes called LADA, latent autoimmune diabetes in adults. So that definitely was a big uh, reason. Um, eventually, I, I started wearing an insulin pump, and uh, I uh, later attended a uh, an insulin pump users group. And that was a very important moment, uh, I, being able, being surrounded by other people like myself who um, who clearly understood what I was living with, with a chronic condition like diabetes, and who I could share uh, my own experience as well with, was very powerful. So uh, given that my background was in, in uh, web product management and online communities and so on, um, all those things put together kind of led eventually at the beginning of 2007 to the, the forming of 2Diabetes and, and S2Diabetes. 
And what was the what was the initial mission of two diabetes? Connecting people touched by diabetes, really. Mm-hmm. It was uh about providing uh people who were uh you know living with diabetes themselves or had a, a loved one with diabetes with a space where they could connect with others uh like themselves and share their experiences or, or questions or doubts uh, as well as get and, and offer support. I know. I've been to the site, and I, I see they have a lot of forums and blogs, and I was just wondering, like, uh, what are some of the common concerns that keep coming up for you when you're monitoring the site? Like, have you do you have uh, topics that you feel are continually um, being talk, discussed on the site? Well, there... Yes, and uh, we we monitor the site through a team of incredible uh, volunteers who serve as admins and moderators on the site, and uh, we we do see some topics that uh, happen uh, on a regular basis. I mean, like as uh, people living with diabetes, you know, kind of deal with it on a on a daily basis. Uh, topics related to to nutrition or to carb counting or to uh, you know shots versus bumps or uh, in recent years, uh, in the past couple of years, a uh, uh, conversation about continuous glucose monitoring as an alternative mm-hmm. uh, option, I mean, are, are things that come up uh, on a fairly regular basis. Have you seen people kind of um, talk about your own personal story as far as having the same experience where they were misdiagnosed initially and, you know, they might have thought they were type 2 only to to learn like you did later that you were living with type 1. I'm just curious, is that something that's common? Because I have heard it before. I wouldn't say it's common, but it's a lot uh, more frequent than people uh, seem to uh, be aware of. Um, and we uh, we recently had, at the end of October, a LADA Awareness Week. Mm-hmm. Where we uh, collaborated with uh, folks at D-Life and uh, put together, uh, basically, a, a, we've showcased stories of pre, of, of uh, a lot of patients who are very active online and, um, and, and try to share information about. Uh, basically, the most important piece of information that can be a, a, a pointer to someone uh, possibly having LADA is uh, if you are diagnosed with type 2 and you are regularly following the treatment that you're given and no matter how hard you try you can't keep your blood sugars in control Mm -hmm. Uh, and the reason why that happens if it happens can be uh, tied to the fact that you're treating a different disease you're treating type 2 as opposed to type 1 and in the case of type 1 your pancreas no longer produces insulin or produces very little insulin and therefore no amount of uh, you know type 2 Treatment will, you know, help compensate for that properly. So, uh, in uh, on on the side there, we have a resource page for LADA uh, people who are interested in learning more about LADA. And if we ever read someone talking about, you know, an experience kind of like the one uh, you just mentioned, we point them to that resource so that they may uh, have more information and be able to go back to their doctor and and share that with them. 
I mean, well, now this is interesting because when this happens with a misdiagnosis, and I'm just curious with your own personal journey, uh, you know, people are are obviously frustrated because they were trying everything and they weren't able to solve it. And then there there's also an issue of being angry and doubtful about your care, your healthcare team, because of the misdiagnosis and not knowing where to put your trust. Did you have to deal with any of those issues? And if you did, how do you advise people to kind of overcome that hurdle? Well, we we see getting diagnosed and living and de- dealing with diabetes as, as something uh, not unlike the stages that you go through when you lose a loved one. You know, there's a period of grief. There's a period of there's a grieving that involves you know coming to terms with the fact that you this is this is here with you and it's not going away at least not anytime soon until there's a cure that is found so uh the it is uh sometimes uh different people will deal with it in different ways sometimes mm-hmm. people will just uh, bury themselves in you know in 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 work or bury themselves in, you know beneath you know other things and and uh find any number of reasons why you know how could this happen to me or like why did this happen to me and it it gets it gets very emotional when you start throwing in to the mix uh elements of, of public perception about diabetes and uh and and um uh, and, and people you know being you know you know pointed at or you know having the uh, being questioned as is like you know you see you did that to yourself and uh right a lot and it, of is, shame. it is uh extremely uh extremely relative when you start considering that there's starting to be emerging research that that uh, uh you know shows that there are also uh genetic elements uh, associated with type 2 diabetes so it seems like we don't we don't really know as much about diabetes as we thought we did. So it, it now is, is not an easy process. I'm sorry. Is this site uh, largely Latino, or can someone uh, European or of a different descent um, come on to Two Diabetes or the other site you were mentioning? Two Diabetes is uh, is a uh, 75% of the members are U.S. based, uh, and um, you know just you know. Fairly diverse, but you know, U.S. U.S.-based majority, uh, followed by a pretty good-sized group of Canadian members and U.K. Mm-hmm. and Australian members. But two diabetes, in spite of the name, is completely English-speaking. <laughs> it is. Now, okay. So just in case anyone, is, uh, I mean, and they can go to twodiabetes.org right now, where they're listening to the show, and and click around and see that there are blogs and forums going on. Also, you have a bunch of resources. I mean, I think one of the most amazing things you mentioned, now you have to remember, I deal deal with a lot of women, and they're willing to go on the pump, but it seems like men are not willing to go on the insulin pump. I'm curious to know why you decided to go on the insulin pump. Um, To me, it was a matter of uh, quality of life and um, improved control and flexibility. Uh, I was, at the time I started on the pump, I uh, was taking... I was splitting my Lantus dose into four. I was giving myself two shots in the morning and two shots at night, trying to stick with uh, the, uh, the 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 you know like, like small numbers, so small doses of insulin per shot, and uh, and then on top of that the Novolog, uh, you know, before meals. Mm-hmm. So it, somewhere between seven and eight shots a day, 
And uh, if you take that over the period of three days, that's about 20-some shots. And three days is uh, how often you have to rotate your infusion site with your insulin pump, which is the nearest equivalent of giving yourself a shot when you're wearing a pump. So one shot versus 24, I mean, that was kind of like an easy decision for me because I'm not a real fan of, of shots. And uh, the the other thing was like the added flexibility because when you are on shots, you you necessarily have to have long-acting insulin. So whether you're taking Lantus or Levomir, it once you give yourself a shot of that or more, one in the night and one in the morning, it's going to be in your system for practically the rest of the day, which really forces you to eat at a very specific time or else you go low. So uh, with the pump, uh, you you can really adjust your your dosing, your basal rate, it's called, and uh, allow for you know more flexibility. Whether it is because you may be stuck in a meeting, or maybe because you're exercising, or whatever reason, you know, it may be if you know you're going to need a little less insulin, you can adjust that and not be uh, not find yourself uh, having a severe low. So I could take it you do you have it you've had improved management wearing the pump and you do recommend it. I I I have had improved management. I have seen people who manage their diabetes incredibly well with shots. Mm-hmm. I would say it's not for everyone, but if mm-hmm. it's something that uh where what I just said it sounds, you know, reasonable or appealing, I would say it may be for 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 that person, yeah. Great. Well, no, that's great. And you know, um We've got so much to talk to you about because on top of being on top of it being National Diabetes Awareness Month on November 14th it's World Diabetes Day and I know you have something very special to talk about with our listeners tonight but we're going to take a quick break Manny, Manny and I want to remind our listeners right now uh we're going to take calls tonight so please call in at 347-215-8551 you might want to talk to Manny about two diabetes or maybe it's his game it's called Heat Seeker and it's on Facebook and people love it I, I can't wait to hear more about that you, and also visit our website divabeck.org for more information information We're going to have more time to talk with our special guest, Mandy Hernandez, but right now we're going to take a break and hear a few quick announcements, Diva Style, from G.B. O'Brien. Take it away, G.B. Hello, Divas and friends. G.B. O'Brien here with highlights for the month of November, National Diabetes Awareness Month. On November 6th, join DivaBetic at the ADA Expo in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. It's free, fun, and you know it will be fabulous. Next Tuesday, right here at 6 p.m., Chat with Mr. Diabetics Charlie's Angels of Diabetes Care. Review the menu as we take on Red Lobster and meet Amy M., our Diabetes Numerology Diva contestant. The 14th is World Diabetes Day. Wear a blue hat. The 16th, our free webinar. And throughout the month, special appearances from D.C. to New York. Visit divabetics.org for complete details and a 25% discount on Sugar Crush. Finally, a reminder. DivaBetic provides support and inspiration 365 days a year. Visit us online, join the DivaBetic group on Facebook, or follow us on Twitter. Now back to Mr. DivaBetic. All right. We're right back in the spotlight with Manny Hernandez from 2Diabetes. Manny, World Diabetes Day, November 14th. You've got something amazing going on. 
I want to say it's Big Blue Test Day. So tell me about what what is Big Blue Test? The Big Blue Test is uh, one of the programs we run at the Diabetes Hands Foundation. That's a nonprofit that um, you know runs to diabetes and has to diabetes, and it is a a very simple concept where we ask participants to test their blood sugar, exercise for 14 minutes, and the number. It doesn't have anything scientific about it. Just it, it's you know long enough, and it corresponds to uh, the same number as uh, World Diabetes Day, November 14th. So we ask people on November 14th at 2 p.m. your local time, wherever you are, uh, just test, exercise for 14 minutes, and test your blood sugar again. And last, share the experience. So what we're doing this year is asking people to once they have done that, go to to uh, to bigbluetest.org uh, and uh, on that page they'll be able to find a little uh, box for them to enter their pre-exercise blood sugar and their post-exercise blood sugar and then they can submit it and share it and pretty much everyone else participating uh, their numbers kind of get like added together and we can see how as a community we uh, can improve in typically our blood sugars uh, through exercise but um, to help uh, on that same page, bigbluetest.org, we have a very special video that we are um, using to promote this initiative. And uh, the uh, the video was uh, sponsored by uh, Roche. They were kind enough to cover the, the cost of producing the video. And uh, I, I think viewers will like it, but they will hopefully also like it because of something else. For in proportion to the number of views that the video gets, uh, Roche will be making a donation up to $75,000 that will go to get um, insulin to children with diabetes in need, uh, typically in third world countries, um, through two humanitarian diabetes programs. So, uh, so all they have to do is they could go to your site, 2diabetes.org, and it's on your landing page, or they could yep. go to bigbluetest.org and watch the video, and those video clicks count to help raise money for to help these children. That is correct. And uh, and also they could pretty, see you fall yeah. down on ice skates, right? I mean, yes, that was uh, worth me I, watching I it twice. That will, <laughs> I will Have you ever skated before, Manny? I had, but I'm really bad at skating. Uh, I can tell well, you I, that the fall on the ice <laughs> rink was not staged; it was completely uh, real. So uh, it, the the hard part was to not fall. <laughs> oh, oh, all right. Yeah. Well, you kind of. I I don't know if you're going to be on uh, skating with the stars. I guess that's going to be a new show on ABC. But definitely, people definitely need to check this out. All they do really have to do is watch the video, and uh, your viewership is going to help us raise that money for what uh, Manny believes in so passionately about getting insulin insulin supplies to children in need. I think it's fantastic. Uh, when I think of kids, Manny, I think of games. So let's talk about Heat Seeker. What's the concept behind this game that's on Facebook? Yeah, the the game is called Health Seeker, and uh, it's uh, really um, to to be to be fair, it's probably going to be more appealing to uh, adults than right. children. Uh, but we all have a children inside, so you know uh, that part hopefully is also appealed by the game. The the game basically invites uh, people to um, adopt and discover healthy habits with the support of their Facebook friends. 
we try to, you know, we present people with a series of um, uh, missions that they can take on in order to uh, do to to accomplish one or more of their lifestyle goals. For example, in, improving their weight or improving their diabetes management or improving their eating habits or reducing cardiovascular complication risk of cardiovascular complications. So. Uh, an example of a mission may be uh, the, uh, the the fat mission with a pH, uh, and uh, inside each mission there are small actions. These are all very simple steps that people can take on their day-to-day life to stay healthy. And uh, so, for example, they may find uh, a recommendation to uh, you know. It, Eat a eat a fruit instead of picking a, a snack. I mean, so very very specific things as opposed to like eat healthier. And uh, as people complete actions uh, and missions, they get points and they go to higher levels, and they can show off about it to their Facebook friends and share it with their Facebook friends and also on Twitter if they are on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And uh, it 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 we're, what we're hoping is that that by by being reminded of these healthy habits that they can take on, or uh, they 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 will improve their health. So uh, so far, we've seen uh, approximately 4,000 players starting starting to play Health Seeker, and uh, in at the end of this week, actually, we're launching a Spanish version um, for for viewers or sorry for listeners who may be. Um, you know who may prefer playing it in, in Spanish, and and th- this uh, game we developed in collaboration with uh, Jocelyn Diabetes Center in Boston, and uh, the uh, it was uh, you know underwritten by a company called Beringer Ingelheim that made it possible. So we're extremely happy to to uh, be able to give this as a resource to the community. And the, and the truth is, it not only can be uh, played by people with diabetes. Just anyone who wants to stay healthy, it, it, you know, can can benefit from it. There's probably like just a couple among the 15 different missions. There's only two that are really uh, relevant only for people with diabetes. The rest of them are applicable to to anybody. Okay, so it's Health Seeker and it's available for free on Facebook.com, or I'm sure they could Google Health Seeker and it will come up. I, what I liked about this game, I have to tell you, is um, the idea that you don't overwhelm your missions. Like you, I think you'd only take on three missions at a time, correct? So that it's really kind of showing mm-hmm. people if you're going to set goals, which we really believe in with Divabetic, you have to make them realistic. And sometimes these lifestyle uh, goals are the biggest challenges, so it's important to uh, have some to monitor that. But I feel the I see the Diva phone is lighting up. Um, let's see if we've got a caller. Hello, you're on Diva Talk Radio. Hi, this is Lisa. Hi, Lisa. Welcome to Diva Talk Radio. Our special guest tonight is Manny Hernandez from Two Diabetes. Hi, I um, I've been listening and hearing hearing you talk about World Diabetes Day and some other things, and I was wondering what the significance of blue is. Manny, would you like to answer that? Sure. So uh, 
Lisa, blue was designated by the International Diabetes Federation a few years ago. Uh, it is, uh, you know, also sh shared in common with the blue of the United Nations and the blue of the sky. And it's sort of a unifying theme in order to, you know, try to call, you know, get people surrounding uh, a, a, uh, th this day. If you go to worlddiabetesday.org, you can uh, find out a lot more information about it and, uh, and see what kind of activities are going to be going on uh, within your area. Uh, one of the common things that happens in, in hundreds of cities throughout the world that day is that, um, you know, uh, public buildings and, and, you know, large landmarks get lit up in blue as well as a way to, you know, do for diabetes what the color pink may do for breast cancer or the red may do for AIDS. Okay. Thank you. I'll be wearing my blue hat to church. All right. We awesome, appreciate awesome. that. Be a diva and wear blue hats. That's part of our faith-based initiative. Thank you for calling, Lisa. Okay. Bye. Manny, I know um, that's an interesting idea, talking about this international theme. I know that uh, you mentioned earlier that you do have an international reach with your website. Are you seeing common concerns and issues popping up around the world concerning diabetes or when you look and your team of volunteers looks at that, are they dealing with different concerns? I'm just curious. Well, we uh, we definitely see different issues being brought up and being exposed uh, depending on where people are participating from. <coughs> Pardon. Uh, for example, in the case of our uh, Latin American members uh, who may be living in a country where a particular uh, therapy or a particular uh, drug may still not be available or may be available at, a, at an extremely elevated cost, uh, you know, even more than in the U.S. in proportion to the income level. Uh, it, it, um, it, it really can sometimes be frustrating to some of those people to, to read about all these great options, you know, that are available and, uh, uh, you know, that may be available to them at some point in the, in the future, but definitely not now. Mm -hmm. um, it, at, this, at the same time, though, when you step away from the uh, limitations of access to technology or, 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 or drugs uh, because of cost or availability, there, you know, we all live with the same disease. And, uh, you know, whether you're a type 1 or type 2 or gestational, you are dealing with trying to keep your blood sugars in control, and uh, the, the 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 toll that that takes, the emotional load that that puts on people with diabetes, you can see pretty much across the board and across languages as well, which is I think one of the most important things uh, that uh, we we really have so much in common, uh, regardless of language, regardless of type, that. Uh, we we really emphasize very much uh, those things that we have in common, and um, we make space for specific discussions that pertain to different types or different kind of therapies or different brands you may prefer or whatnot. But the overarching uh, you know discussion we try to you know keep grounded around the things that that we have in common and that anyone can benefit from participating in. Well, thank you. You know, Manny, I, I do want to take a second and just congratulate you for your extraordinary success and really acknowledge all the hard work you have put into the community 
and really trying to help people find resources and even find each other so that they could kind of overcome these hurdles. I think it's so important as a diabetes community that we unite and, um, you know, work together to help people because one of the biggest things we hear at Divabetic is uh, a lot of women feel alone and isolated, and so we're always trying to get people to realize that they're not alone so that there's a community there that they could access. And I, I think uh, Two Diabetes is a wonderful resource. Remind us again, November 14th, Manny Hernandez, what are we urging people to to do? November 14th at 2 p.m., wherever you are, uh, your local time, uh, Test your blood sugar, get active for 14 minutes, test your blood sugar again, and go to bigbluetest.org and share the experience. And between now and then, um, go to bigbluetest.org or to, to diabetes.org to, to watch a video and uh, help uh, children with diabetes in need. And, uh, you know, it, it'll be, you know, a big help to, to all these kids that will benefit from it. And let's give Manny a round of applause. You were in the spotlight tonight with Manny Hernandez, the creator and founder of Two Diabetes. Thank you, Manny. We're out of time, Thank Divas, you. but we'll be back next week with Diva Talk Radio Show featuring the Charlie's Angels of Diabetes Outreach. Our next numerology contestant, Amy M. from New York City, Mama Rosemarie makeup artist Jeff Jones, and more. I'd like to take a special moment and thank our sponsors, Crystal Light, Dr. Scholl's, Pretzel Crisps, Underology, Sugar Crush, and Diabetes Health Magazine for supporting the Divabetic community. Thank you again, Manny Hernandez, for joining us for this half hour. Remember, every diva has an entourage, and I'm so glad to be part of yours. Let's stay healthy together. This is Mr. Divabetic saying celebrate World Diabetes Day with the big blue test. Thank you. Thank you. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.